Welcome to Future Proof, the marketing podcast from Kantar, the world's leading marketing data and analytics company, and Side Business School, University of Oxford. In each episode, we speak with marketing leaders and share insights to help brands and business leaders navigate the ever-changing marketing landscape and hopefully dispel some myths and misconceptions along the way. I'm Jane Osler, and I'm EVP Global Thought Leadership at Kantar. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So our guest today is Echem Erdem, who works at Kantar. She's our Global Thought Leadership Manager for Creative. And Echem has recently been a co-author on a really, really interesting piece of research that we did called Machines Scoring Machines. The context and the background to this is that we thought it would be really interesting to understand the impact of AI on creative, but actually use AI to measure AI-generated creative. Obviously, at Kantar, we've produced a number of pieces of thought leadership about AI and about generative AI, and a lot of our solutions already harness AI and machine learning as part of them, including Link AI. Now, Link AI is our creative testing uh, solution that is powered by AI, but it's actually born out of around 250,000 ad tests that we've done with responses from real people, real respondents, real humans. So it's powered by very, very high quality data. And it can predict the outcome of your ad, both in the short and the long term. Um, And we look at the creation of ads at various different stages. So we know that There's a lot of chat about AI at the moment, particularly in the realm of uh, advertising, in fact, everywhere. Um, But generative AI in particular and its impact on the creation of advertising, whether it's the idea stage, whether it's the copy stage, whether it's image or video generation, uh, is in its very early days, but nevertheless super interesting. Um, And we did find in a recent piece of research that the proportion of advertisers who are happy to use AI in their ad testing sits at around 54%. So more and more advertisers are getting on board with using AI for ad testing. So I'm going to ask you, Edgem, first of all, can you just explain to us, um, before we get into the research, how does Link AI actually work? Well, our AI tools, it systematically decomposes each ad, every new ad we upload on the system into a sequence of frames. And then the machine extracts features from the video. 
using AI video processors. And these features are both uh, visual and auditory elements. So it's not only the visuals, but it's also the sound, the script, the conversations. And then uh, it takes um, these inputs into machine learning models and it's trained on the link database. As you said, it's it's the largest normative uh, date ad testing database right now, and then predicts the ad score on creative effectiveness metrics. And speaking for Link AI for digital, which was the tool actually we used in this research, and it's you get predictions on brand metrics and creative metrics, also digital behavior metrics, and also they are benchmark against channel-specific norms, so YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, or even online videos without uh, any context. Okay, great. So that's that's the um, product or the solution advert that's, that's gone out there. But we wanted you to understand how Link AI works so we can explain um, what we did with, with the testing. So let us know a little bit more about how the research was set up, because I think what we wanted to do was identify some ads that were either partially generated by AI or wholly generated by AI. So tell us about the research and what you decided to do. Yeah, so as you know, the whole industry has been experimenting differently with AI. So we wanted to do that as well. And as you said, generative AI can play different uh, roles in different stages of the creative process. So we wanted to look at ads, variety of ads where AI played different role at different stages and the creative process. So we took some ads, some of them are wholly generated by AI and some just used AI at some uh, part of the creative process. And then we tested them as digital ads by using our Link AI for digital ad testing solution. And basically we wanted to explore how actually machines are uh, scoring their own homework, how machines are scoring machines. And, you know, as I said, we tested these ads as digital. And when we say digital ads, what's really important is also the attention element, right? Different than TV. So we also used an AI-powered um, predictive eye-tracking tool as well. So we also looked at these ads to see how um, how the consumers would pay attention in which parts of the scene where their gaze would uh, would catch. Okay, so predictive eye-tracking as well as, as, as part of how we tested these ads. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
it, it strikes me that maybe there aren't that many ads around today which have been created by AI. There's a few examples that we've all seen in the marketing press, but how did you go about choosing the ads and finding them in the first place? Yeah, as you said, we don't have a whole lot of ads like with using generative AI right now. I think we will start seeing them more and more. And so we took, we looked at the ads, what's some of them were the viral ads, some of them were, they were shortlisted in, in Cannes and earlier. And again, we, we, in the end, we tested nine ads. And as I said, some of them were wholly created by AI. For example, um, Pepperoni Hotspot, which was viral around the internet. And like many, I think would remember the famous slogan as like, it's like family, but with more cheese. So some of them are experimental ads like that. Again, like at this stage, it's hard to find actually ads that were wholly generated by AI and then for real brands. So it's like most of them are experimental. And some of them were um, where AI played partial role. And one example to that is Masterpiece for Coca-Cola. And that was a whole script. It was scripted by human, but where they used AI was, um, they used AI to have all the art piece come into life. So AI actually played a partial role in the visual creation. And another example, uh, from another end of the spectrum, I can say is Lexus ad driven by intuition. And it was actually scripted scripted by AI, but directed by an Oscar winning director. And so all other ads as well, it's, it's on the spectrum is we, we wanted to get, take a variation of ads from what's available right now to public. Okay. So you, you had nine ads, each using AI in different mm-hmm. stages of the development. Tell us a little bit about the findings. What did you actually find from the research that we did machine scoring machines? Well, overall, I can sum up as majority actually performed well. They showed good potential for um, effect, creative effectiveness. For example, looking at their predicted potential uh, to contribute to brand equity on long-term, uh, six out of nine actually showed above average potential uh, based on Kantar's demand power contribution score. And that said, there's of course, a wide spread of results. And we didn't see any particular pattern in terms of like, oh, if it's wholly created by generative AI, it's better or it's worse. So they were really spread. And looking at more specific by the ads I just actually mentioned uh, for Coca-Cola Lexus and the Pepperoni Hotspot. And we know that they all have a different recipe, as I said, in regards to how much and how they actually leveraged AI in their respective creative processes. And they were all actually placed in uh, top 30% in Link AI's normative database for digital ads. And also top 30% in branded cut-through potential. And also they all had above average skipping time. And of course, speaking of which... Keeping consumers' watch attention is is one of the priority tasks for digital advertising. But of course, it doesn't matter like if what you are showing is 
not effective just because they are watching. So it, it should be and also an effective content. Following on the skipping time aspect, you know, in digital advertising, uh, attention is really important and also where you get attention into. And so what our predictive eye tracking assessment show that speaking from Coca-Cola masterpiece example, Coca-Cola bottle, the product and the brand itself, a famous brand, very well-known brand Q, it was always uh, grabbing attention in the scene. So the product and hence the brand wasn't used as a passive element, but it was always um, grabbing the gaze um, throughout the scenes. It was the hero of the, of the ad. So it's not only it's keeping the attention, but it's also keeping consumers potentially, because this was predictive assessment, keep, would keep the consumers' attention at the right place, which is the brand and product. Great. So those sound like um, super interesting findings and we'll link uh, in the uh, copy that goes with this article, we'll link to the, the full piece that you wrote with, with some of the charts and the assessment that you made there. Um, and certainly I think this is something that we'll, we'll continue to do. Um, and to keep a close eye on is um, how um, ads that are created using generative AI actually are effective. But I guess also what AI does is it, is it changes the whole landscape. It changes how we measure things. It changes how we create advertising and look at their effectiveness. And that also means that we potentially open ourselves up to different paradigms of how we use Gen AI in ad creation and how ads can become better and more effective possibly earlier on in the process. So I'd like to hear your thoughts, HM, on where it's all going, the future. So the role of Gen AI in image and video creation and how the role of testing might change as a result of that. Well, of course, there is no doubt that Generative AI is right now, the first thing it brings is um, efficiency and being able to create different iterations, different versions, different creative routes at a scale and, you know, faster and with um, lower cost. But of course, one thing that marketers shouldn't forget is that generative AI is, is yet another tool in the toolbox it's it's not the end goal it's so the they should be thinking about how they can leverage generative ai to actually reach the effectiveness creative effectiveness and so both in image and video creation and also in testing definitely it will bring lots of um, potential for creativity and for efficiency as well. Uh, for example, one, let's say brands are considering different celebrities and AI could help them in the future create different version of ads with all these celebrities they are considering at a friction of time and cost right now. So it would allow them test different versions quickly and same it on the testing aspects. Right now it's a machine generative AI and AI machine learning in the place we can test at, uh, at, at a bulk, at a volume in, in terms of uh, when we need to make quick decisions. So we are also currently actually also exploring the opportunities, how we can bring generative AI 
technologies into shaping creative. So, and how we can take our recommendations for um, increasing creative, enhancing creative effectiveness by actually um, creating iterations of our recommendations and actually uh, generating those recommendations and testing different iterations. You've been listening to Future Proof from Kantar and Side Business School. For all episodes and more information, visit kantar.com or oxfordfutureofmarketing.com. If you enjoyed this, please leave a rating and a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. 